Yo, what up? <laughs> this is the JKL Podcast, and this is another installment of Thus Spoke the Basic Bro, a, uh, I guess a sub-series of the JKL Podcast Nuggets. I'm doing some high-tech uh, podcast production here, okay? So, I'm on my YouTube music app on my phone. It is hooked up to a uh, Bose speaker, Bluetooth speaker, that is situated behind this mic that I'm using. And this mic is on a bi-directional setting, so it's picking up signal behind and in front, obviously, to where my mouth is. If you want to do a visual of my mouth. I just ate kimchi, by the way. <laughs> so this is, uh, you know, I, I thought I'd probably just, when you hear music on my podcast, it's usually a separate track. I'm actually not listening to the music while I'm talking. Um, right now, I'm just playing music on a speaker as I talk into the microphone. And I thought I would just introduce a little bit of a mood to the recording, to the live recording here. Uh, whether you like it or not, music does affect our mood, doesn't it? Anyways, this artist that you're listening to, uh, my YouTube music app kind of suggested for me because, you know, our phones are reading our minds. But this artist's name is Luke Sital Singh. And uh, this song is called Nearly Morning. And this guy is a British singer-songwriter. And I've actually been digging his music. I've been listening to it actually during throw sessions even. Just kind of letting it kind of help me keep my mind uh, low-key. While I try to keep a cool head during practice. But uh, anyway, today I just thought I'd share some uh share some thoughts I've had today actually just before recording this one I uh, recorded kind of a note to self that I probably will I definitely no not definitely probably will not publish on the podcast but I use this uh, kind of music setting <laughs> high tech music setting anyways I hope everybody's doing well um A lot of people are without work currently, right? Including yours truly. Uh, If you're a full-time teacher, you still have work. Maybe you work for a big corporation. You still have work. For the most part. I hear there are layoffs happening in big corporations too, which is very unfortunate. Uh, If you're a politician, you still have work. You know, a lot of people still have work. A lot of people are losing work, such as myself. We're hearing about the people in the service industry suffering tremendously. And I'm, I'm essentially in the service industry. I teach a few lessons a week. I teach classes at a really nice school for a couple hours a week. I play gigs on weekends and some, some weekend weekday nights. Um, all of that is pretty much gone. And I think just about all of you that will listen to this are in the exact same boat that I am. So... I'm with you. I'm with you. We're struggling. Uh, luckily, I'm just kind of benefiting from a, a little bit of a cushion that I built earlier in the year, but that is dwindling. So, <laughs> if I wasn't too nervous about things before, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting there on being nervous. But I'm still, I'm still. I guess I'm glad to say that I'm not as nervous as I probably should be. Um, I spent a lot of my day training, 
to throw, as you all know, and it's it's keeping me from it's keeping my head clear. It's keeping me level. It's keeping me it's keeping my heart full and my soul full with something that I love and that's for me that gives me peace. It gives me peace. And actually I can't throw at my my typical training grounds, so I have to drive about 35 minutes every day out to throw. Um I'm still eating a lot. <laughs> uh, I, I do get groceries, but I eat a lot. So, like, it's very common that I don't have. I run out of groceries quickly, and then I have to go. You know, I eat out a lot. I eat in a day. I eat equally out and at home. So, uh, it's not like I'm saving a lot of money. So, I look. Um, I'm looking forward to the next move. There's a lot of nervousness, but I'm looking forward to the next move, at least in a temporary sense. Uh, we're learning today that I think I think the number is about 23 million Americans have filed for unemployment benefits. Uh, that's something I've never done. I don't know if I've ever qualified for it. Um, but every summer, just about all of us musicians become unemployed, right? I never hear about any of us applying for un- unemployment, so... I'm used to, uh, musicians like in my shoes, we're used to being very unemployed very abruptly in the summer months. And uh, I, I'm used to the the feeling of having to scramble at certain times. Maybe you write it out or maybe you do something about it. Um, unfortunately, this is not the summer. This is like before the summer and it's going to add on to our more unemployed months of the year. But I, I don't... I can't really say that I'm going to apply for these unemployment benefits right now. Um, and it's not out of pride. It's I just, you know, if I can, I should just go find a job. Okay, and that 23 million people applying for uh, unemployment benefits is a low number because there's a lot of people who are unemployed that will never apply. Not never, but haven't yet. Let's say that at least. And that's one of them is me. Um, I don't know. For now, I'm just looking forward to... Sticking it out, and I'm looking forward to having to get a job at some point. And it's going to be a job that doesn't pay nearly as much per unit of time that music does. Musicians, we're very spoiled. We get we get a good bang for our buck, time wise, money to time wise. And I might, you might see me sacking your groceries one day. <laughs> you might see me checking you out at the the gas station. You might see me um, flipping burgers somewhere. I don't know. You know, it's. I'm kind of excited, honestly. I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to. I know working is gonna suck, like the the non-music work right now. And I might, I might be stocking shelves at a Walmart, and it's gonna suck. I'm not trying to romanticize it. It's gonna suck, and I'm gonna hate it. But I'm gonna learn something, and I'm really looking forward to learning something that I did not anticipate learning. I'm looking forward to bringing more dimensions into my life. My life was pretty badass before all this went down, as, as it was for a lot of you, I'm sure, compared to now, obviously. Um, I was incredibly spoiled and incredibly rich with, obviously not money-wise, but very rich with making a living, living comfortably, doing exactly what it was that I wanted to do. And that's awesome. It sounds great, and it is great, but it could be limiting to your growth, couldn't it? So maybe I'm going to be a 
cleaning dirty toilets next week or in a month and I'm going to hate it. I'm going to fucking hate it, but I'm really looking forward to what I'm going to learn. And if I can get my unemployed ass to go do a job, I might as well do it before applying for unemployment. And I, I, I know a lot of you might disagree with me or you know, on that, but I don't know. I feel like if I if I can work, I might as well go work before I apply for the unemployment. And I honestly, I don't mean that in a prideful way. I just think it's, I just think it makes sense for like society, right? I don't know. That's just what I've been thinking. So, anyways, if you see me, you know, sacking your groceries, make sure you say hi. <laughs> Stay six feet away, but. I'm going to be in a misery at whatever job I do, but I'm, I, again, I'm looking forward to something. There's something, I just thought, I don't know what it is. I'm looking forward to learning. That's something that I did not anticipate learning. I'm looking forward to kind of shedding this skin that I'm in. I think it's at all inevitable that we're all going to shed our skin and progress and then shed skin another time in our metaphorical life of, of being a snake. <laughs> I guess. But, you know, I feel like something... I've, I've been feeling for the past few months, I'm kind of just like bursting at the seams. And something is... I'm trying to shed something. And it's crazy to say, but we're, we're, I'm, we're in this crazy pandemic and... Things are crazy. People are not making money. People are going negative on their money. Uh, I don't know what the future holds. You don't know what the future holds. We don't know what the future holds. Those of us who are healthy now might not be healthy tomorrow. I don't know. I can't speak to that. All I can speak of is I think people in my position, and that's probably you. It's a time of excitement. It can be an exciting time. There's something out there to learn. And it's almost like we're forced to learn it because of the recent times, the current times. So that's kind of been on my mind. I guess I can sum all that up as a, a nervous and anxious yet exciting energy brewing inside all of us possibly. Ah, what else is going on through my mind today? Uh, of course, I'm throwing every day and uh, it's awesome because when I'm throwing, I'm meditating and most days I have some very nice mental um, accomplishments and today... After a string of some not so great days, I decided to give myself one simple thing to practice, and that was I was going to let my visualization of what is good, according to me at the moment, what is good, what is right, I was going to let that visualization and that aspiration guide my practice. And the sooner I got to truly letting myself be in that mindset, practice just went great. So if if I were to be very specific today, I was imagining and visualizing the path of the discus from start to finish. The discus you spin a few times and you throw. And when I got really clear about how I wanted the discus to move and what I wanted to do, my body reacted accordingly without even having to give myself really specific demands. And if I did give myself demands, the message from my brain to my body was very efficient and uh, very simple. I wasn't thinking or I didn't have too many words in my head. It was more just like 
visualizations and aspirations. That was it. So, it was like, there was actually no words involved. It was just me aspiring to be something. And I got to what I aspired to be through inspiration, through the end result inspiration. Um, so that's that's something I really, I really use a lot in my discus practicing, and that's that's the result of uh, learning how to practice trombone. We often like need to be guided by the result we desire. We might not get the the results immediately, but we start to really, if we have a very, if we have a, a result defined in our minds and our hearts, we tend to draw a clear path that isn't confused. And we don't care if it's right or wrong, quote unquote, we just know it's what's going to happen. It's kind of that life force that we use. Um, well, that's a sweet song. Let me see if it's the same artist. This song is called My Sweet Side by the same artist, Luke Sital Singh. So, had a great practice. I'll probably have the same theme of practice tomorrow. Uh, it's going to rain the next two days, so I'm going to grab a session tomorrow morning. And then I guess I won't be able to, uh, I won't, I'm not going to throw for two days. Um, it's a good break. Sometimes I like to throw in the rain just to have that practice, but uh, I won't. I won't force myself this time, but... Uh, on to the next thing here that I wrote down. I wrote, quote unquote, damn, I'd love to coach college throwing. Oh, it's so damn true. I would love to coach college throwing. And I say college in particular because I think my skill set of what I can coach caters more to an advanced thrower or somebody who's older. I can relate at the moment better to someone who's older uh, my skill set instruction wise isn't quite there for a middle schooler as far as I can see for myself um, actually additionally I, I've been kind of offering a helping hand to a gentleman that I met on the discus ring cool story he just kind of drove out there he had been using the same ring that I have he's a 50 year old assistant principal at a school that threw while he was in college but he decided recently that he wanted to throw again so we've been out there and this is a smart guy and this guy has been using the internet to help himself throw further and he's got all this information and it's he's a smart guy and he's using it all and I can tell him working through it I can tell that he's working through it and giving himself himself all these instructions and I told the dude is like man a golfer can have a beautiful swing but it won't matter unless they hit the ball. So, and anything involving skill, and this is what I have to tell the college kids a lot when I volunteer coach at U of H. There's a lot of stuff that we have to do. And pretty much all of what we tell ourselves we have to do is right. But is it right for the moment? Does the golfer have to really worry about the position of the right toe and how it moves in relation to the hips if they're not really quite able to make contact with the ball. So I think as complex as throwing is, and I've said on this podcast before, as complex as it all is, we have to simplify our demands. And I think the, uh, the priority should be to efficiently deliver the discus, aspire how, for how we want it to fly, aspire for how we want to throw it and simply just try to execute that before we add more complex demands and 
man, I would love to coach collegiate throwing. That's how I would coach collegiate kids. These kids that I'm around in UVH, they're faster, they're stronger, they're younger. Um, they have less bullshit going on in their lives because they're not, you know, they're not older yet and dealing with rent and car notes and fucking all these bills and personal things, as far as I know. Um, but I'm throwing farther than them. And I, I, it's it's the perspective that I have. And honestly, I've, I've only told a few people, but I, I don't mind telling anybody. I just, of all this throwing that I do, all this training that I do, it's not its not to make the Olympics. I don't do it to make the Olympics. Uh, and it's the Olympics were never my aspiration in this comeback I have in throwing. The, my only aspiration was just to... My only aspiration was to continue doing something that gave me intense, intense emotional pleasure. That was the only true aspiration. I had and still have when I throw. It's the reason why I throw twice a day, despite an index finger that's about to split in half, and I'm gluing it together every morning. <laughs> I, throwing brings me great pleasure. That is 99% of the reason I train in it every day. And uh, my end goal for this is not the Olympics. If I make the Olympics, I, I won't have considered myself having done something that would be the pinnacle of what I want to accomplish in throwing. My biggest priority right now is to keep enjoying it. But what I really, if, if there is a long-term goal here, is that I want to pass on the love of throwing to whoever I can. That That's like, that's, that's where my heart is for throwing. Uh, a lot of athletes, they have a heart for coaching. They have a heart for just being a great athlete. Like Michael Jordan. I doubt he ever had a heart for coaching. Kobe Bryant. I doubt he ever had a heart for coaching. Their, their heart and their destiny was in performance greatness. Uh, I, I honestly, I think as far as the discus is concerned, if there is something down the line for me, it's 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 spreading it's spreading the love and the knowledge for it. And I would love to coach college. I would. Uh, I would like to tailor every training program to every athlete. I would like to offer them perspective. I would love to help them appreciate that throwing is a skill to be built over time. It's not something where you just go out every day and try to throw farther. It's a matter of going out every day and building a skill. And it's it's not a skill that you... Uh, it's not a desire that should be flighty. It should be a relentless desire to pursue skill. Uh, I would love to do that. I would love to. I would almost give up everything I'm doing now if I was offered an opportunity to teach a college coaching job somewhere, maybe on a lower level. But I would really do. I would dive into it. It's just. It's. And I'm only saying this because I don't really. I've never really felt things like that. I knew that if I had the opportunity, I would just dive right into it. Uh, and I'm not a, I'm not a stranger to hard work, but I've never uh, felt that I'd be so studious about anything. And if I were to be a throw coach, I know I'd be studious. I would I would be very involved in how to become a better coach and how to get into the mind of each athlete. And 
I wouldn't have the entitlements. I wouldn't have the ego because throwing to me is not something that you know. I'm not, it's not like I'm won a gold medal and came and decided to coach at a school. It's uh, I'm doing it out of pure curiosity. But uh, that's just something I think about on this on this interesting uh, this this night of April shit. What is it? April sixteenth. Uh, we're right in the middle of. Uh, I hope we're right in the middle of this COVID nineteen crisis, as opposed to like this. We thought we we're in the middle, but it's actually the worst is yet to come. So the verdict will be out on that. But uh, I'm going to sign off. All the best to all of you. Um, I'm just going to say here what I have written in my notebook. For some reason, I decided to write this out. I don't know why. Create comma create comma create live comma live comma live express comma express comma express talk to y'all later